Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. Today, I'm answering listeners' questions. I've gotten some really great ones, and I'm going to try to cover as many as I can today, including natural remedies for arthritis, brain fog, hot flashes, and weight gain, how to pick the best watermelon. I'm going to actually share my four steps to getting the sweetest and ripest melon. Is coffee good or bad for you? I'm going to percolate over that topic and share my opinion. With recent lawsuit victories against Monsanto and their product Roundup causing cancer, I'm going to share some proactive steps that you can take to avoid ingesting this chemical. And I'm going to weigh in on the soy and oatmeal controversy. All this and much more. You have questions and I have answers. Stay tuned for this information-packed segment and it all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman. Changing lives just for the health of it. Hello, everybody. Since the last Ask the Doctor, I've gotten some wonderful questions sent by email and through social media. Thank you for that. Remember, if I answer your question on the air, I'm going to send you a signed copy of my number one best-selling book, Food Sanity, How to Eat in a World of Fads and Fiction. I'm also going to include my best-selling audiobook, America's Unbalanced Diet. If you have any health-related questions or comments, you can reach out to me at askthedoctor at toyourgoodhealthradio.com. Okay, let's get started. The first question comes from Don Andrews, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Dr. Friedman, it's summertime, my favorite season of the year because I love to eat watermelon, but I don't have much luck picking out the ripest and best tasting melons. Can you offer any suggestions? Yeah, great question, Don. Thanks for sending that in. There are actually four steps that I'm going to share to picking out that perfect watermelon. First, what you want to do is you want to pick up the watermelon. Whether it's big or whether it's small, it should feel very heavy for its size. It should feel like it weighs more than you think it would when you pick it up. Second, you want to make sure the watermelon is fully ripe. And a quick tip that you can use to do that is look for the yellow splotch. See, watermelons develop this splotch from resting on the ground. If the splotch is large and has like a creamy yellow color... That means the watermelon is ripe. It's thumbs up. Third, you want to look at the shape. You want a round watermelon, not those that are oval or elongated shaped. Don't go with those. See, these elongated shaped melons have more of a watery taste. The round melons taste sweeter. So the rounder, the better. And fourth, you want to do the thump test. Tap the underbelly of the watermelon. A ripe one is going to have a deep hollow sound. Underripe or overripe melons will sound dull, so that thump test wins. And while we're on the topic of watermelons, I'm going to share one other tidbit. Buy watermelons with the seeds, not the seedless variety. These are not naturally processed. To make seedless watermelons, what happens is the number of chromosomes in traditional melons are doubled by adding a mutagenic chemical. Not good. This process creates a plant with four chromosomes. Then it's pollinated and out comes a seedless watermelon. Traditional watermelons with the black seeds are generally sweeter. They taste better. They have a better texture and they're more nutritious than the seedless variety. Plus, if you have kids, I mean, it's so much more fun squeezing those seeds and watching them fly across the room. Okay, forget fun for kids. I still enjoy doing that. When I eat watermelons, my mom told me once when I was a kid to be careful because I could knock somebody's eye out. And after 40 years, I'm still trying to prove her right. So seeds the way to go. All right, our next question comes from 
Paula Rosenblum from Wilmington, North Carolina. And this question was actually sent to me through the Facebook Food Sanity Forum. If you're not a member of this forum and would like free access to my daily nutrition and health news that you can use, go to Facebook and search for the Food Sanity Forum and become a member. You can be part of the Culinary Conundrum Circle of Friends. Take parts, really great. Okay, Paula asks, uh, let's see, Dr. Friedman, I'm really enjoying your book. Seems like you're not a fan of soy. What about organic soy milk powder? Thanks for the question, Paula. Great question. I'm actually okay with soy when the soybeans have been fermented like like traditional Asian versions of miso, naito, tempeh, and soy sauce. Those are good. However, unfermented soy has been linked to dementia, Alzheimer's disease, thyroid dysfunction, even cancer. Unfermented soy contains something called phytoestrogens, which may have a negative impact on the thyroid gland and breasts. And men, if you've developed, speaking of breast, man boobs, soy could be the culprit. Also, if you have low testosterone, soy could be to blame because it produces estrogen. Paula also asked about organic soy milk powder. Keep in mind, Paula, just because you see the word organic on the label doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't contain these endocrine-disrupting phytochemicals. Also, soy has anti-nutrients, and these are substances found that are in soybeans, and what they do is they lessen the absorption of certain nutrients like iron, zinc, and calcium. Unfermented soy may be uh, also contributing, they found research showing, to brittle bones, so not good. So when looking at a dairy alternative you're much better off going with almond milk, cashew, flax, coconut, or hemp milk. Those are much better options. All right, our next question comes from Shelly McDaniel from Smyrna, Georgia. She says, Dear Dr. Freeman, I'm a new listener, and I have been binge listening all your previous shows. Thank you for that. That's great. Uh, My question is, with all the recent lawsuits on Monsanto's Roundup causing cancer, what can I do to make sure my family isn't consuming this chemical? Great question, Shelley. For those of you that didn't hear, if you're under a rock, there have been two recent jury verdicts that found the chemical glyphosate in the product Roundup, it's a weed killer, responsible for causing cancer. Even the World Health Organization has stated glyphosate is, quote, probably carcinogenic. Not good stuff. So unfortunately, glyphosate is showing up. I mean, it's in everything from fruits and veggies, wine, beer, drinking water, chips, honey, even infant formula. I devote a chapter to Monsanto in my book, Food Sanity, and I share, you know, quite a few tips on avoiding glyphosate. But here's a couple that you can use. You want to shop for USDA certified organic food. Roundup is prohibited on organic crops. And what's interesting is blood tests on people that eat organic foods actually show less glyphosate in their system. So there is something to USDA certified organic. The second thing you can do is eat locally grown produce, like maybe a local co-op or farmer's market. The further your food travels, the more processing it endures and the greater the risk of contamination. And third, the best way to avoid glyphosate is to grow your own produce. I hear people saying, oh, I don't have a green thumb. You don't have to. To, to have a, a garden. It doesn't have to be elaborate. You know, I have a tiny little garden. It's only by 10 feet by two feet, not big, but I grow my own herbs and organic tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, lettuce, blueberries, squash, and strawberries. And you can see pictures of my garden if you follow me on Instagram at Dr. D. 
Friedman. I give some tidbits on how to grow your own. Having your own garden, I'll tell you, folks, it's not that difficult. The two main things that plants require are sunlight and water. And you can make your own weed killer. Don't use Roundup. Instead, you use uh, vinegar and Epsom salts. And this will actually kill the weeds while being environment and pet friendly. Just say no to Roundup. All right, our next question comes from Ann Livingston from Fort Worth, Texas. She writes, uh, Dr. Freeman, I'm 55 years old and was hoping you could suggest something natural that I could take to help with my hormones. I'm sick of all the hot flashes, weight gain, mood swings, and feeling like crap all the time. I don't want to take a prescription. And let me tell you, over the last three decades, I've seen some amazing herbal and nutritional products that can help females combat hormonal imbalances. However, this is more like having firemen putting out a house fire while someone is in the backyard pouring gasoline on it at the same time. These pyromaniacs in your body are called endocrine disruptors, and these are synthetic estrogenic chemicals that wreak havoc and actually they take control of your hormones, your mood, your weight, and may even cause bone loss. I've covered this topic on my show in the past on Fox News, mindbodygreen.com article and Reader's Digest. You can read more on my website, drdavidfriedman.com. But in a nutshell, the most crucial thing you can do to help balance your hormones is to eliminate these hidden chemicals that are causing the fire within. That's the pyromaniac that keeps inflaming it. These chemicals can be found in your cookware, your food containers, cosmetics, even your plastic shower curtain. If you see the word phthalate, don't buy it. Phthalates, you don't want to uh, have that hot water hitting that because it absorbs in your body. So get a phthalate-free shower curtain. Who knew? Your shower curtain can be messing up your hormones, but it's true. Our great-grandmothers didn't have these hormonal issues that females have today. They also didn't consume the modern-day endocrine-disrupting chemicals. So, so many people think gaining weight during menopause, oh, it's just a normal part of the aging process. Well, I have news for you. You can't blame your genes on why you can't fit into your genes. If you look at old photos from the early 1900s and the late 1800s, I challenge you to find a middle-aged female that is overweight. It's not easy because less than 3% were considered overweight back then. Today, that number is 70%. And sadly, it's difficulty finding a family portrait today where everyone's not overweight. And the reason is our ancestors, they were not subjected to the hormone-disrupting chemicals that we have today. And as for natural products, there is actually one herb that I recommend to patients over the years, and it's really brought some amazing results with helping relieve menstrual and menopause symptoms. It's called Dong Kwai, and that's spelled D-O-N-G-Q-U-A-I. Great stuff. All right, uh, Mike Leffler from Dayton, Ohio, has a question. Dr. Friedman, I love your show and always learn so much. I just got a gym membership for my wife and I, but she doesn't want to go because she's worried she'll end up grotesque and muscular like a professional bodybuilder. Can you please set the record straight? Great question, Mike. Actually, it's a question I hear a lot of in my practice. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of the 
uh, several exercise myths that I busted in my cover feature article for Fitness and Fashion International Magazine. I urge you to read that. You can go to uh, drdavidfriedman.com. I bust many of these exercise myths, but that's the big one. And what you can do is you can tell your wife, rest assured, she's not going to look like a female version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The average female has 20 times less testosterone than men do. And testosterone is what aids in muscle building. And since men have more of this hormone than females, they build muscle at a much quicker and easier rate than women do. Female bodybuilders that do have these aesthetically large muscles, they didn't get that way from just lifting weights. They either have a genetic profile that predisposes them to large bulky muscles or they're getting hormone injections. And female bodybuilders, they also eat massive amounts of food and they dehydrate themselves to the point of visible muscle striations. So they really prep a lot. So unless your wife follows that very strict regimen, lifting weights will, will basically just improve her tone, her muscle tone. She's not going to bulk up like these professional bodybuilders. So get her to the gym with you. Tell her it's all good. All right, Leslie Schneider from Los Angeles, California asks... Dear Dr. Friedman, what's the difference between yellow bananas and red bananas? Also, I've heard that if a banana has brown spots on it, that means it's been chemically ripened. Is there any truth to this? Uh, thanks for sending the uh, question, Leslie. Red bananas actually taste sweeter than yellow because they have slightly more sugar. However, interesting, their glycemic index, and that's uh, is how quickly that sugar is absorbed, is virtually identical to the yellow. So the reason is red bananas are high in amylose, which leads to the slower absorption of the sugars. So if you are lucky enough to find red bananas at the store, the taste is amazing, folks. If you've not had one, it's kind of a cross between a yellow banana and a mango. And when comparing the nutritional value of the two, the redder, the better. Red bananas have more than twice the vitamin A content, which helps the skin, immune system, and eye health. The red bananas also have double the lutein, which protects against macular degeneration and other conditions like cancer, diabetes, and heart disease. So if you have a chance to get the red, red is healthier. Regarding your second question as to if black spots on a banana mean artificial gas was used to ripen them, that's actually a myth. Brown spots are just a natural process thanks to a gas that they produce called ethylene. Bananas are picked green because they would turn brown and mushy by the time a ripe banana made it to the store. Ripening is sometimes artificially accelerated with the use of additional ethylene gas, but this doesn't create unnatural black spots. And while we're on the topic of bananas, a really quick tip on keeping your banana fresh and yellow twice as long Put saran wrap tightly around the stem. You see, that's where bananas oxidize. And by keeping air from reaching the stem, your banana is going to stay ripe much, much longer. In fact, you know, sometimes you can stare at a banana and it starts to get rotten, but not when you put that saran wrap around it. All right, Nicole Aventario, I hope I'm saying that right. Aventario from Montana has a question. Dear Dr. Friedman, I'm a longtime listener and I love your show. Lately, I've been getting brain fog. I forget things and seem to be living in a cloud. Is there anything I can eat that might help? Yes, there's actually some great things that you can do for this. If only I can remember what they are. I, I can't remember. <laughs> no, just kidding. Actually, research shows walnuts are the best thing. You know, they're high and healthy kind of fat. It's omega-3 fatty acids, which supports brain health. Walnuts are so healthy for the brain, they even look like the brain. If you look at them compared to next to a cerebrum, they're almost identical. In fact, when I taught neurology, 
One day I actually used a picture of a walnut on the, on the overhead to teach the lobes of the cerebrum to my students and none of them knew the, the difference. I'm showing them the areas of the walnut. That's how close it resembles the brain. You can actually see this, the, uh, the lobes. In addition, a study last year was published by the Journal of Nutrition showed that walnuts improve the gut microbiome, which is the collection of trillions of microbes or bacteria in the gastrointestinal tract. These microbes help control our emotions, our hormones, our mood, our memory, even our decision-making, science has showed, is from the gut. So the gut is often now referred to as the second brain because it has its own enteric nervous system that works independently of our cerebrum. Also, research shows eating just two cups of blueberries per week can boost your memory power by 25%. So reach for those blueberries, reach for those walnuts. Thanks for sending in your question, Nicole. Let's see, we go to Richard Osborne born from Lexington, Kentucky. Dr. Friedman, your book, Food Sanity, has helped clear up some really confusion on what we should be eating. What's your opinion on coffee, he asks. Some say it's bad for us, while others say it's healthy. You know, in college, we were taught that coffee contributed to high blood pressure, heart disease, even cancer. Today, research shows it actually prevents disease. It took a complete turn for the, the difference there. Uh, everything from dementia, Parkinson's disease to diabetes. So there's no denying the science out there that coffee has health benefits. However, if you have gut issues, like if you have irritable bowel syndrome ulcerative colitis, Crohn's or you know, colitis or any kind of stomach issues, coffee probably should be avoided. And the reason is coffee creates peristalsis, which is the involuntary muscle constriction of your colon. So having a spastic colon isn't the best idea if you're suffering from gut issues. Also, current research shows that people, some of them, they can't metabolize coffee as well as others. How do you know if you fall into that category? Listen to your body. If you drink coffee and you feel alert and it puts you in a great mood, you're productive at work and, uh, you know, you feel good, that's that group, that's the group that can metabolize coffee. It's for you. Enjoy your daily job. If you drink coffee and you get an upset stomach, growling, grumbling, diarrhea, heart palpitations or anxiety after drinking it, you're in the group that can't metabolize coffee. Don't drink it. All right, the next one comes from Jennifer from Joliet, Illinois. Dear Dr. Freeman, I've eaten oatmeal all my life, but I've heard recently that oats are bad for me. What gives? You know, my grandma used to make me a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast and would tell me how healthy it was for me. And for decades, science proved my grandma right. I mean, oats have been shown to help lower cholesterol, balance blood sugar, and reduce the risk of heart attacks. Science has proven this. That all changed, folks, when the paleo diet came along and telling us, hey, all grains are unhealthy. And since, quote, our caveman ancestors didn't eat grains, we shouldn't either. Well, in my book, Food Sanity, I explore forensic evidence on what our ancestors really ate. Spoiler alert, their diet contained grains. That's right. The University of Utah shared forensic evidence showing remnants of grains between the teeth of cavemen three and a half million years ago. In fact, their diet, they concluded, was 40% grains. So I'm a big fan of organic still-cut oatmeal, so that's my pick, also known as Irish oatmeal. Don't go with the instant oats because they're overly processed. They're pre-cooked, dried, and then rolled and toasted. Still-cut oats because they're the closest to the original grain form are the healthier option. Don't let the latest diet fads scare you away from eating this healthy meal. I have still cut oatmeal with blueberries for breakfast three times a week. Great stuff. We have time for one more question. Let's see. This is Susan Long from Atlanta. 
Dr. Friedman, I have osteoarthritis and I don't want to be on anti-inflammatory drugs or steroids. Is there a natural remedy for arthritis that works? Yes. First, you want to make sure you're eating an anti-inflammatory diet. This includes green leafy vegetables, beets, celery, broccoli, blueberries, wild-caught salmon, turmeric's good. Those are a few good examples. In my practice, I've seen wonderful results from people taking yucca extract or tea. You can get that at the health food store. And yucca contains really some powerful anti-arthritic and anti-inflammatory properties. It's a rich source of the steroidal saponins, which offers anti-arthritic properties. Really good for arthritis. I've had patients, their knuckles just unswollen like two, three days after drinking this tea. It's also a rich source of phenolic acid, which has been shown to reduce inflammation in hip joints, knee joints, wrist joints. Uh, fingers. You can get yucca extract and the tea at health food stores, like I said, or you can go online, go to Amazon, purchase it. It's Y-U-C-C-A is how you pronounce it or how you spell it. Another supplement I recommend is called serapeptase, and it's a natural enzyme that helps produce general inflammation. It actually gets rid of it, inflammation in the body. It's great. It's kind of the natural alternative to prednisone, so it's something I personally take every day. I love it. It's serapeptase. It's S-E-R-R-A-P-E P-E-P-T-A-S-E. Great stuff. It's on my daily regimen. Highly recommended for inflammatory problems. All right. That concludes another segment of Ask the Doctor. Thanks, everybody, so much for the wonderful questions you've sent in. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer, you can email me directly at askthedoctor at toyourgoodhealthradio.com. And if I answer yours on the air, I'm going to send you a signed copy of my award-winning number one best-selling book, Food Sanity, How to Eat in a World of Fads and Fiction. I'll also include my audio book, America's Unbalanced Diet. If you want to stay up to date with my latest articles, videos, and podcasts, go to drdavidfriedman.com. And while you're there, be sure and sign up for my free newsletter. You're going to get the latest health news you can use sent directly to your inbox. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard me share something today that could benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to you, goodhealthradio.com. Check out our podcast library and share these segments with friends, family, coworkers, and on social media. This stuff is too important to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.